0: Only squirrel fans. We'll get to that. That's part of the show. I know, but still, <laughs> it, it's a good idea. For fifty four ninety nine a month, yes. Yeah, man. Like, if you get one subscriber. Yeah. <clears throat> what if I get a subscriber that's like actually into that shit? What if you find a secret pl- where like you get like ten subscribers? What? Yeah. What if I found a new kink for people? Jesus Christ, dude! Rick and Morty made a joke about it, like extra curvy piece of driftwood. Oh, I never seen that episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's a there's a market out there. I just have to find out how to get to them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try something different this week. Okay, I'm gonna try to be more upbeat. All right. <laughs> Is this how we started the show? Like, have we started the show like 20 minutes ago? We're talking about Burt Kreischer sucking his own dick. Yeah. I mean, we're just leading in with this. I mean, we can. I'm I'm for it. That was all good stuff to me. It's not like, you know, I have like to put out like a a press release part. No. Not this week. Well, do we have to any week? No. Well, I mean, last week. Oh, because of the... Yeah, but that was like, we needed to talk about something serious. I'm Russell. I'm going to talk about some stuff and put... oh uh, Oh, laughing. that part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's his fault for trying to change things up. I think they just want to drum up ratings for their show. They only care about their show. That is super true. <clears throat> They're only fans of their own show. Yeah. Should we should we should we start it? I mean you're the guy that starts it. Yeah welcome to the smooth squirrel drafty show i'm your host smooth and with me is squirrel that's right i'm squirrel aka doug that's smooth aka nathan and you're tuned into the drafty show the show that teaches you everything you need to know that's the d the a the r the f the t the y and why why is always for you with voicemails emails text messages Carrier smoke signals. signals you know it is what it is so we're gonna kick things off this week as we always do With the D. That's right. And the D this week, last week, if you listened, which if you haven't listened, why would you not? Uh, We found out that for the show, Dave went on a date. He sure did. and It got Nathan and I, Smooth and I, talking about dating. Yeah, dating. And how we're both kind of like not in the dating scene right now. Uh, I just, because I don't believe in love anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he he just casually throws this out to me. Like over text message, no less. Yeah. Uh, and I just I cannot abide that. Why? Because you are the heart. You're the lover. Uh, I, I ain't more no retiring. I don't like it. I don't like it. Officially like retiring. So here's the thing, folks, listeners, viewers. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we don't have a camera, but they can see the lines. Okay. Uh. I decided that I'm gonna prove to Smooth that love is real by breaking my vow of Enceladum. Inceldum? Incelicide. And in, in celibus? Yes. In in, in, in Celibusudum. Okay. Uh, so I was like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start a match.com profile. I'm gonna start an eHarmony profile. I'm gonna turn on Facebook dating and I'm gonna start an OnlyFans. Yeah, now OnlyFans. So what's what, what which, are you what are you putting on there? What kind of content you selling? Which, okay, like I, I had, truth be told, started the OnlyFans about a week and a half ago. Um I'm at Squirrely D, if you wanna check me out. We got a $54.99 a month subscription fee. But with that, you know, you get to see wood, you get to see nuts, you get to see like the shafts logs just what everything you could think of uh keep in mind i am a squirrel so these are things that squirrels would find erotic uh so (laughs) right now i've got a picture of a big oak tree that just like the caption is like look at this big wood uh then i've got like look at these heavy nuts and it's like a few acorns i gathered you know because it's never too early to start planning for the winter now now, do you think chipmunks would also be into this? They might be. I mean, any kind of rodentia, I think. Uh chipmunks, squirrels obviously is the target demographic, uh maybe small gophers, uh a ferret, possibly. Huh. Okay. Well, okay, so let's 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 get back here. So like these these match.com profile. Sure, over sure, sure. Harmonies, all that, like how's that working out for you? I've got a couple matches, uh Facebook dating. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the the, the, the hot thing. Uh, I get like a lot of likes there. Okay. Uh, but it seems mostly like hookup stuff. And that's not what we're about for this experiment? Because we're trying to find love? Is that what we're doing? I think that's what we're doing. Wait, okay. did I misunderstand the assignment? I, I didn't give you the assignment. You came up with the assignment all on your own. I feel like you saying, Hey, have you seen the movie Good Luck Chuck? Well, let's get into that. Uh, it's because I'm cursed. I don't,
1: I don't believe you. Okay.
0: Like, I don't, I don't think that that is true. No, it's true. Like, I think that you are a fucking awesome dude. Yeah. And you've had bad luck. Okay. So, to inform the listeners, um, yeah. Yeah, I if you've seen the movie Good Luck Chuck, it's about a guy who anytime he has a relationship and hookups and stuff like that, like those people go on to like fall for the next person and they end up like married and stuff like that. And as per my last relationship, I found out that they are engaged and every relationship after that is also, like, married with children and stuff like that. So we're also, that's, that's, that's my point. We're also old men. Yeah. Okay? Like, I think you're discounting how old we are. No, I'm not, I'm not discounting my age. I know how old I am. So here's the thing, man. Like, this is a scientific. I went back into the research. I, I need to see the paper. No, but if if you did the research, you would have typed up your thesis statement. Oh, I didn't type up a thesis. that's what I'm saying, Well, I'm not getting graded on it. You are getting graded on it, and you're failing. Yeah. So the point is, guys, we're going to prove to smooth that love exists. So I want everybody to call the squirrel line at 765-242-5978 and give us your stories of love. Give smooth encouragement that love is indeed real oh. and that he is not the antithesis of it. You, you can go- also email the show, draftacute at gmail.com. Yeah. Just, we want to know what love is and we want you to show us. Oh, <laughs> uh, you did the thing. I knew you were going to. I was like, how can I not? Uh, so, you know, did you start a profile or no? Uh yeah, I started. Uh, I started to make a profile for. Okay, uh, so you're Match. working on it. Yeah. Well, apparently, because you said, like, hey, you know, the paid ones are where it's at. Yeah. Because you did research. I on, did research. I don't know what you googled. I googled lots of like best dating sites, best results for long term relationships. But eHarmony is expensive. EHarmony is very expensive, but you can do a free account. I went ahead and splurged, at least for the three months, so I have all of them paid for three months, because I want to prove to you that love is a real thing. Okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so this will be like an ongoing segment, probably not every week, but as there are updates. Right now, I've found... This is just cursory stuff, right? Because I just started it like four days ago, three okay. days ago. Yeah. Um Facebook seems to be for hooking up, mm-hmm. because I get a lot of that. Like, a lot of, like, hey, you look good, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's just thirsty. Stop it. Um, that's not what we're about. You get a lot of women that message you that are ethically non-monogamous? Yeah, a lot of thirds. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of tricycles out there. Yeah. Not a phrase I've heard before. Uh, uh, a bike uh, is, you know, just too No, I understand the, the, the premise tri- behind the tricycle. The that... that Come on, that's like a "How I Met Your Mother" oh, reference, where he's like wanting the belt, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted's gonna ride the tricycle before him. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched him in a minute. Just saying. So, uh, E Harmony seems okay, but it's uh, kind of predatory. Kind of predatory. Yeah, because they're like, hey. If you give us ten dollars, we'll boost your profile for an hour. Hey, give us fifteen dollars, and your likes will count three times as much. Did you notice with eHarmony, like it's like I am a, and it's only two options. Yeah, yeah, man or woman. Looking for a man or woman, right? And, uh, Match was not like that. No, Match it was wasn't. way different. Match mm-hmm. seems to be more casual, but not nearly as casual as like Tinder or Facebook. Okay. But there is like a casual meetup section on Match, which I didn't see any harmony. That's just for knocking boots, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm not, again, not interested in the boot knocking. We're trying to find love and prove that it exists. Uh, Okay. I mean, I think this will be interesting. Yeah. I'm willing to give it three months just to prove you wrong, because I don't like to not be right. Uh, I'm also going to give it the three months, so Guys, it to be an ongoing segment for both of us. But honestly, like, the biggest thing here is we need to show Smooth our love and support and show him that he is not cursed and he is an awesome dude. No, there's no doubt about any of that. It's just I am cursed. Like, I, okay, I told I guess, you, it's proven. And if you are cursed, ladies or gentlemen, I don't know, uh... Oh, sorry, just ladies. Uh. (laughs) And you want to get married, maybe date Smooth for a while, and then you'll find your special someone. I'm guaranteed to get you there. He's guaranteed. (laughs) That was weird, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh. (laughs) You can edit that out if you want. Ah, fuck it. here i'll do an alternate closing for you and we just like call the squirrel line at (laughs) 765-242-5978 or email us at draftyq at gmail.com and give smooth the love that he deserves because he deserves it thanks doug you're welcome buddy do you want to go to r is this like are you fully uncomfortable now yeah i'm sorry buddy nah fuck it you want me to record a different d no. D this week is for Doug Ruins the Podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, sometimes you just, sometimes you don't always get the D that you want, but then you find out it's the D that you need. <laughs> but if you try sometimes, <laughs> you just might find, <laughs> you get what you your deed. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. R. R this week is for Reynolds. Ugh. Like Reynolds wrap the aluminum foil? Pretty fucking close. Yeah. I'm talking about Burt fucking Reynolds. Oh, man. Because I watched Smokey and the Bandit. You the other did watch Day. Smokey and the Bandit. And I was like, finally, we can talk about Burt Reynolds. Let's talk about Burt Reynolds. <coughs> also, we'll apologize. Because there's going to be like <coughs> coughing. And uh, it's because Indiana sucks and it doesn't yeah. decide if it wants to be 80 or 20. 20- Below, like yeah. it's just—it was it's seventy so degrees random. yesterday. It I know. Snowed today. I don't understand. Fuck the state. Yeah, it's cold. All right, you ready, buddy? Yeah. R. Burt fucking Reynolds. All right, Burton Lee Reynolds Jr. He's a junior. He's a junior. I did not have was any idea. Was born February eleventh, nineteen thirty-six. Oh my god. To Fern and Burton Milo Reynolds. His family is descended from Dutch, English, and Scots-Irish, and Scottish ancestry. He's, Reynolds has also claimed that he has Cherokee and Italian roots. Okay. That's not proven, though. It's not proven. During his career, he has often claimed to be born in Waycross, Georgia, although in 2015 he admitted he was actually born in Lansing, Michigan. I think it's just because he was playing all them southern roles. That is correct. After graduating from high school, he went to Florida State and played football on a scholarship as a fullback. Uh, he roomed with future college football coach Lee Corso, and was also a brother in the Phi Data Thelta fraternity. Phi Data Thel- I don't know anything about him. Burt Reynolds or Phi Data Thelta? Phi Data Thelta. I don't know either, but it just felt like something you had to yell after you said it. Probably. Reynolds had an outstanding year his freshman year in football. However, he injured his knee in this first game of a sophomore season, and later that year, lost his spleen and injured his other knee in a bad car accident. I didn't know you could lose your spleen. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's not great, but yeah. Okay. What does a spleen do? Uh, it helps filter things like so it's purify, just filter. Yeah, like a liver. Kind of like yeah, liver, kidney. Okay. I didn't know that. If you get mono, there's a a danger that your spleen could rupture. So they have to monitor that very carefully, and if it starts to swell, they have to take it out for mono. You you know about this, right? Because the mono. Yeah, mono runs in my family. All right. That's a weird thing to say. (laughs) So he didn't return to his university for almost two years because of all these injuries. All right. And then... But in 1956, he was in an English class taught by Watson, Watson B. Duncan III, who pushed him into trying out for a play called Outward Bound. He cast in the lead role based on having heard him read Shakespeare in class. And Burt Reynolds ended up the 1956 Florida State Drama Award winner for his performance in Outward Bound, which ignited his love of acting. Okay. Burt Reynolds said... I read two words in the game of the lead. <laughs> That's how Burt Reynolds talks. Not when I've ever heard him, but yeah. Okay. I won't do that anymore. Yeah. Burt Reynolds began acting in television in the late 1950s. Guest starring on shows like Flight, M Squad, Slitch Playhouse, The Lawless Years, and Pony Express. excited signed a seven-year contract with Universal Pictures. Uh, his first big break became when he was when he was cast alongside Darren McGavin in the lead series of Riverboat, playing Ben Fraser, uh, a lot of people considered him a double for Marlon Brando at this point in his career. All, right, young, all right, yeah, young Burt Reynolds and young Marlon Brando look a lot alike. I didn't know that. Well, I, I just, you know, later on they don't look anything alike. <laughs> no, 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 very different career paths. Yes, and food paths. Yes, Marlon liked it of food. The show went on for two seasons, but Reynolds quit after 20 episodes, claiming to not get along with Gavin or the executive producers, and that he had a, quote, stupid part. Reynolds then said he couldn't get a job, he didn't have a very good reputation, because you don't just walk off a network television series. Reynolds made his film to view in the low-budget Angel Baby in 1961. He followed it with, another, with a role in a war film called Armored Command. And he said it was the one picture that Howard Keel didn't sing on, and that was a terrible mistake. I don't know who Howard Keel is, but apparently he sings a lot. Maybe he knows Keel Hall. Like the cooking show? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's gonna get that joke. I know. <laughs> the two people are laughing at it, and we're I just made a in joke in the room. For you. I just made a joke for you. I, I love it. I love yeah. it, guys. Eventually people will get it. Maybe, probably not. All right, guys, in 1962. He got his big break by joining the cast of Gunsmoke. I know you've heard of that show, right? I've heard of Gunsmoke. He developed uh, the producers developed a new character just for Burt Reynolds, a quote half breed blacksmith called Quint Asper. Oh, okay. So he's part Indian. Yes. Okay, which is basically what Burt Reynolds played for most of his early career. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Reynolds announced that he would stay on the show until it ends. I think it's a terrible mistake for an actor to leave a series in the middle of it. But he just did that. Right. He also left the show in 1965. <clears throat> All right. Good job, Bert. He later stated that being on that show was the happiest period of his life. He f- hated to leave the show, but he felt he served his apprenticeship and there wasn't room for two leading men. Okay. That's a good excuse. Uh, Reynolds was then given the title role in the TV series Hawk in 1966, playing a Native American detective, John Hawk. Ran for 17 episodes. He then played a Native American in the Spaghetti Western Navajo Joe, which is a great fucking movie. I still haven't seen anything you've named yet. Gunsmoke? I never watched it. Oh, man, dude, I love Western. So, like, uh, that's how I... I mean, yeah. All right, 1970, Burt Reynolds was offered the lead role in the M.A.S.H. movie. But turned it down after they told me the other, after quote, they told me the other two leads would be Barbara, Streisand hus- Barbara Streisand's husband and the tall skinny guy who was in the Dirty Dozen. Who was that? Oh, uh, Richard Dawson. The, the M.A.S.H. movie. Oh, uh, Tom Skerritt went on playing the role that Burt Reynolds was offered. Oh, okay. Okay. Kiefer Sutherland was the other guy. Um, He went on to do Skullduggery, which it was uh, not a good movie. Out. Albert Broccoli, the guy for that was in charge of James Bond. Was his cousin Dave Cauliflower? No, but his wife's name was Cubby Broccoli, and she's still in charge. Oh, okay. Um, they wanted Burt Reynolds to take over for Sean Connery as James Bond. If James Bond wasn't English and was Southern... Well, Burt Reynolds turned it down, saying an American can't play James Bond, it just can't be done. But there is a timeline in which Burt Reynolds became James Bond. <laughs> Really? Yeah, that's fucking wild, right? Interesting. Around this time, he became become well-known for being an entertaining talk show guest. Uh, he made appearances on the Merv Griffin Show, making a lot of jokes about his own expense, calling himself the America's most well-known unknown, which sounds a lot like our old podcast tag. Uh-huh. Who only made the kind of movies that they quote show in airplanes or prisons or anywhere else that people can't get out? <laughs> that's pretty funny, <laughs> that right? Good, yeah, I like it. He proved enormously popular, and he was frequently a guest on Jack uh, the Merv Griffin Show and the Johnny Carson Show. And he actually even guest hosted the Tonight Show a couple times when Johnny was off. Oh, that okay. was well, a big fucking. Okay, that's a, that's that a point, big deal. Yeah, no, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Uh, He was so popular, he was actually offered his own talk show, but decided he wanted to keep acting in movies. That he'd have left halfway through the season. Yeah, that's true. Uh, He later said that his talk show appearances were the best thing that ever happened to him. They changed everything drastically overnight. I spent 10 years looking viral, saying, put up your hands. And after Carson, Griffin, Frost, and Dinah's show, I suddenly have a personality. I realized that people like me, and that was enough, said Reynolds. So if I could transfer that character, the irreverent, self-deprecating side of me, my favorite side of me, onto the screen, I could have a big career. And he was fucking right. Yeah. Uh Reynolds then ended up doing deliverance. I've seen that. Right. Yeah. I mean that's a that was his big, big breakout role. You I didn't know. know that, but okay. That's the first thing where he was like the big guy. He also said it's the first script that didn't already have Paul Newman or Robert Redford's name on it. Like, they (laughs) went to him first. Okay. He waited 15 years to do a really good movie, he said in 1972. I made so many bad pictures, I was never able to turn anyone down. The greatest curse in Hollywood is to be a well-known unknown. Or professionally unprofessional. Mm Mm-hmm. So, he also began, began a well-publicized relationship with Dinah Shore around this time, who was 20-plus years older than him. She was a talk show host in the 70s. Oh. And he also posed naked in the April 1972 issue of Cosmopolitan. He said that he posed for
1: Cosmopolitan
0: for, quote, a kick. I have a strange sense of humor. Is this going to come into play later? Well, it was just like a big deal to be naked on a national magazine. Oh, okay. The biggest turning point in Burt Reynolds' career was when he came, when he made the lighthearted car chase film, White Lightning, in 1973. Reynolds later called it, quote, the beginnings of a whole series of films made in the South about the South for the South. You can make it back just on the cost of negatives in Memphis alone. Anything outside of that was just gravy. That's when he started making. You know, all the car chase movies, Gator, The Smoky and the Bandits, Cannonball Run, all of those, Stroker Ace, Hooper. Like, he became the southern car guy after White Lightning. I was going to ask about Gator, but hey, it was the next one that you did. Oh, okay. So, Gator is actually the sequel to White Lightning. Okay. Uh, He plays Gator McCluskey in White Lightning, and White Lightning is a very serious movie about moonshining bootlegging. I didn't know there was a serious movie about it but No, okay. it's a great fucking movie It's okay. probably my favorite Burt Reynolds movie It's one of those movies Like there wouldn't be a Fast and Furious If he hadn't made White Lightning Okay I don't even know if there'd I be NASCAR If he hadn't made White Lightning I think there was NASCAR before this No When did NASCAR start? I, three months later I'm gonna look it up Don't look it yeah, up Okay I won't look it up I'm probably wrong Mm-hmm the point is, I don't think that there would be car movies without White lighting. Okay. No, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you on Gator that. Gator was the first movie he ever directed, Burt Reynolds. Oh, okay. And it is a slapstick comedy. <laughs> okay. It I does, mean, yeah, that, it, it should be. He does drive a fan boat in it, though. <laughs> fan boats are awesome. Yeah, no, they are. How many movies do you know that have fan boats in it? Four. What? Uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Uh huh. Um, Gator, uh, Fletch lives, and uh, what's a what's that Leslie Nielsen movie? One of the Naked Guns? No, it, but it's like one of those movies. Oh, is it uh, Wrongfully Accused? Yes, yes, yes. I was gonna say Waterboy. No, does he drive a fanboat in Waterboy? He doesn't drive a fanboat. His mama is, does. That is true. Okay, so five. Yeah. Five fan boat movies. I'm, you know what? Credit. You named off four off the top of your head. Yeah. Okay. So. More about Burt. Okay, more about Burt. Uh, I'm kind of stopping right here with like the Burt Reynolds saga because oh, we got you wanna- to Smokey and the Bandit. I will say that he was in 145 movies before his death in 2015, 13 TV films, and 9 TV series. Some of the highlights are Navajo Joe, uh, Deliverance, Everything You Wanted to Know About Sex But Were Too Afraid to Ask, White Lightning, The Longest Yard, the remake of The Longest Yard, uh, Gator, Smoky and the Bandit, Simmy tough Hooper, Stroker Ace, Cannonball Run movies, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas is a great fucking movie. Uh,
1: rent cop was the
0: start of him becoming like a pure uh, comedy actor. He was in the cartoon All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is probably one of the best fucking animated movies. And he played Charlie. Yes, yeah. he did. Uh, he was in Cop and a Half, which was terrible. Strip Tease is what a lot of people know him from now. Yeah. Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie Mystery Nights. Mystery Alaska. Uh, you know, just great fucking movies without a paddle. Duke's a Hazard. So. Off the subject of this, it made me think. Of, so I thought about boogie nights today when I read your post. Yeah, on Facebook, where you like about things you like. Oh well, that was and, from hold on. Parks and Rec. But. I know, but it like it made me think of that guy when he's like, "I like the simple things in life, like sticks of butter in my ass and lollipops in my mouth." But that's just me. That's just what I'm into. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" You remember that part? Yes. A weird that movie. was my favorite, I think, Burt Reynolds role. No. Yeah. Where he plays just a director and but because he's like so serious in it. And you think that movie and like I don't know. I felt like that movie when you're watching it, you're like, This is just a mockumentary almost. Because it, it it touches that, but it's not. It's such a serious movie at at, at moments. Yeah. And To go back and watch it. Fucking John C. Reilly's in that. Yeah, that was before he was a comedic actor, too. Don Sheetle is in this movie. Yep. Like, what the fuck? And everyone's seen Heather Graham in that movie? Even if you haven't seen that movie, you've seen Heather Graham in that movie. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So. Thanks, internet. Julianne Moore. Like, I mean, that thing was loaded with people. Yeah, no, Booking Rights is a probably tragically underrated movie. But Mark Wahlberg is not near buff in this. He's like so small comparatively to so now. now. Yeah. What's your favorite Mark Wahlberg movie? I I want to say Boogie Nights, but it's not uh man I've seen like I've seen a lot of his movies. Oh man, what was it? I watched one not too long ago that I really liked. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with Fighter. Okay. No, is it, that that's the one where he uh where uh fucking Batman plays his brother? Yes. But he's like methed out as fuck. Yeah. That movie was solid and it didn't do like the greatest. No, oh, it's a good movie. My favorite's the big hit. The big hit. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that it's one. It's an early Mark Wahlberg, I want to say like 95, 96. What was he, Marky Mark? He was transitioning from Marky Mark. So he's a hitman. Okay. But he's like spineless. Is a spineless hitman, yeah. So, okay, so I, th- I want to say Robin Givens plays his girlfriend, but he's also engaged to Christina Applegate, and they're both using him for money. And then, so like, Lou, he's in a hitman team with Lou Diamond Phillips. Not enough Lou Diamond Phillips, movies no, there's by not. The way. He's Lou Diamond Phillips steals the show in this movie, Fucking but he ends up kidnapping like the ambassador of Japan's daughter, okay, as like a Bust gone wrong, and then like it turns out that Avery Brooks is his like his employer, like his Don or whatever. Okay, and Avery Brooks is best friends with the Japanese ambassador, so he hires the Hitman squad to find who kidnapped the daughter and kill them, which is him. Which is him. Okay, it's it's fucking great, it's it's just a great movie. He's like a bumbling idiot, but also there's a lot of gunplay. It's kind of like Gross Point Blank but with Lou Diamond Phillips instead of Dan Aykroyd. I also really enjoyed, um, shit, I just had it. Ted. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I really didn't. liked Ted. I didn't. Oh. I don't like Seth MacFarlane, though. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm not, a, I don't, I find his humor, like, real lowbrow, which is super funny for what, like, the next letter is. Uh... Do you want to move on to the next one? No, letter? no, because we're still, we're, we got to get back to Burr Reynolds. Oh, we somehow back got to off Marky Mark. So, like that role in Striptease that yeah. everyone knows him for, where he plays like a, a senator, a governor. Yeah. He plays some kind of like government official and he's like in love with Demi Moore, which I watched this at a very like 15, 16 year old age. Like it was. Yeah. 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 It was up there with Showgirls, right? Because yeah. those are the two movies that when you. Could they coincide for some reason? Because yep. they came out close together. But you know, Demi Moore wasn't wearing a whole lot during this. And uh yep. Burt Reynolds was like in love with that with her, and she was a stripper. We've all had friends like that though. And there's a scene where he's covered in baby oil and wearing cowboy boots. Yeah. Only cowboy boots. Yeah. But there's not a full frontal of it. No. Not this time. Which, Which I'm good with that point. Definitely- He's what? He's too old at that point. He's too old. I think so. Like yeah. if this would have been done in 79, we would have seen it. He would have hung Dong. Yeah, you said this about Burt before. Like he liked to hang Dong quite a bit. He that was he was a jokester. Quote jokester. That uh, quote. Right. Uh that's why I cause it's an audio medium. You can't see me do the finger thing. Uh <laughs> I could be taken so many ways. out of of well, what I'm getting at is, is like that's not something that is would be humorous now. I don't and, think and it was humorous to the people then. Probably not. But I but mean, they he wrote it off as a himself joke To his female co-stars, quite a bit. So. The Ric Flair of Hollywood. I would say that Ric Flair was the Burt Reynolds of wrestling. Oh. Okay. I wish we could use this segue to go to Paul Walker and talk about the fast stuff, but we still have a whole other letter in between. We do have a whole other letter. Um, But what did you think about Smokey and the Bandit? Which is what started this whole thing. So uh, I was like, I'm scrolling through Costco, looking at stuff to buy, because that's what I do. And I'm watching Smokey and the Bandit. And I didn't realize the simplicity of the storyline and what they're trying to do for $80,000. Yep. And I was just I thought there was more to the story, but it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, this movie's terrible. No, the movie was super, like, entertaining. I, like, enjoyed it. Uh, Sally Fields in it was like Sally Fields and the whole premise of her meeting that like each other, like, and just I mean, he was still kind of like a perv. Oh, yeah. The whole time. And I'm pretty sure they, like, got it on when they pulled off the road. Yep. But um you know, I mean they allude to it and they kind of leave it up to your imagination. Well you gotta watch the second one. Oh, that's why oh, oh, oh. And it's on Netflix. All of them or just the first one? The first and second one. How many are there? Three. Oh, there are three? Yeah. Well, this third one doesn't really have Burt Reynolds in it. It's Jerry Reed playing Smokey. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch this. It's not great. Yeah. It's not great. And uh the the cop that's chasing him, who plays the cop? for T. Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackie Gleason. And Jackie Gleason was like infamous for like what? Oh, lots of stuff, man. He was like a famous like '50s television guy. Did he do the honeymooners? Or that wasn't him, was it? Oh, did he do the honeymooners? Hang I'm on. trying to do it off the top of my head. Well, we got. I think so. We got the. We got
1: internet. Yeah. Hang on. Why is he so
0: far down the cast? I have no idea. Why don't you just take we it? go. Yeah. So he's most known for the honeymooners. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought, and I wasn't exactly sure. Which that shows not super woke at all. <laughs> no, new. Uh, <laughs> new. <laughs> new. But yeah, he uh I thought he was great in this. Everybody was great. Jerry Reed was great. Uh You know, gave us Eastbound and Down, which is one of the most iconic songs. Oh, I thought you were talking about the HBO series. Well, I mean, the HBO HBO series gets its name from the song. Yeah. Which, that's a very underrated show. See, again, like, I'm not... You have to like Danny McBride. Yeah, I'm not a huge Danny McBride fan. Yeah. Uh... I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny i I think it's one of the best movies, and you, like the plot is simplistic, I guess, but there's a lot going on there there's there is a lot going on, and I mean, for like I said, for what it was, just trying to get beer to Georgia, mm-hmm. and it's illegal to you transport. sell it on the east side of the Mississippi yeah. at that point. You couldn't sell Coors, yep. Because it came from the Rockies, and they don't want nothing from them mountains. Well, it was about they want it from the Appalachians. Just di- distribution rights and shit. Yeah. So they went down to Texarkana. But I mean, they immediately jog into like a second one right then and there well, to the- go get some clam chowder. Yeah, that's they, that's not what Spooky the Bandit Two is. But okay. like, yeah. Well, I'm gonna have bet. to watch the second one and find out. Second one is not nearly as good as the first, but it's still a decent movie. The third one is bad. But, I mean, if you're watching Smokey the Bandit movies, you should watch them all. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to transition to Cannonball Run after that, because I figure it's just a continuation. Oh, bro, dude, if you're going to watch Cannonball Run, I'm going to watch Cannonball Run. We'll get there. Like, there was a a long period of my life, like, over two years, where I would watch Cannonball Run and two once a week. My goodness, dude. Yeah.
1: Cannonball!
0: I didn't know there was a song. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get him So, we got any more about Burt?
1: I mean, I got a lot about Burt,
0: but I thought we should, like, cut it off at the Smoky the Bandit part, because that's where... That's the reason it started. So, I gave a little background on Burt Reynolds' life, you know, being a Native American actor, and then, you know... Hanging Dong. Cowboy. Yeah, well, I mean, if there's a, if there's a reason to bring up Dong hanging, Doug's gonna find it. Um... Yeah, I I love those movies. Uh I think they're great. Like I wish more movies were like that. Just like guys got to get beer across state lines. Yeah, but I mean there was, was that was just the times. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. They so, made movies for for the straight men of the world that love beer. Like that's what well, it was, it, right? No, I mean it was just I think it was just like a romantic comedy, but they set it in a car. I guess it was romantic. Uh, <laughs> he got the girl in the end. He saved her from a bad marriage. Yeah. He he was the dashing rogue that sh- she warmed him up. He warmed her up. and Hey, but we all know that character is not for long haul. That's, that's just a character for loving and leaving. Well, but he does stay. He stays. He stays with her? Yeah. So Smokey and the Bandit 2, they're still together? It, it's the star of the Bandit, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, my dad named... When I was very young, he had it before I was born, but my dad had a basset hound named Fred because of this movie. So I was raised on Smokey and the Bandit. I got you. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so let's go on from R to A. What a we got? this What? Oh, sorry. What we? I was you... like, what we got? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you okay a this week is for adult entertainment porn kind of yeah um so a few weeks ago i did a game where i mashed up movie titles i love that game so one of our listeners was kind enough to send me a bunch of a similar game where he sent me movie titles where one or two words were changed to make them sound like a porno okay and he was like you should describe these to nathan
1: And I thought,
0: yeah, let's do that. But then I also thought, I'm not going to look at them beforehand, and I'm just going to try to figure it out while I'm doing it. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. So, this is Movie Smush Up. So, am I guessing the name of the movie it's originally? You're guessing the porn name. Oh, okay. Are Are you ready? Just let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I just bought myself a little bit of extra time because I read the first one. Uh-huh. Um yeah, I'm a cheater. Okay. Angelina Jolie enters cervixes to find ancient treasures in this platform turned movie. Uh well, it's a Laura Croft movie. Uh but I don't remember the name of those movies. Was it just Tomb Raider? Yeah. Poon Raider? Oh, that's a good one. He put Womb Raider. Oh, I should have said Womb Damn! Oh, God. What the fuck? Okay, um... Maybe you should have pre-read these. Maybe you should have. Okay, Tom Cruise returns as a super spy in this summer blockbuster. He's on top, she's on bottom, he never calls back? Uh, is it... Is it a playoff of Mission
1: Impossible? Yeah. Yeah. It's not what I
0: think it is. is I don't it? know. What is it? I don't want to say it. Is it, it Mission Impossible? No, it's not. It's Missionary Impossible Gross Protocol. So I went worse. <laughs> okay, did. thanks. This is... I know who this is from. Okay, so this one is... Okay, I've made this joke before. Tom Cruise is Cold Trickle in this look at stock car racing and same-sex romance. Well, I mean, it's Days of Thunder. Yeah. Same-sex romance. Dudes of Thunder. Gays of Thunder. Oh, okay. I'll take it, though. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, Um, this is just a Tom Cruise movie. Same name, different spelling. Uh, Tom Cruise has his penis make drinks? <laughs> Cocktails. Cocktail, but it's spelled T-A-L-E instead of T-I-A-L. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it just all Tom Cruise movies? No, the next one's not. Okay. Um. Holy shit! Okay, no, I looked down a couple ahead. I, I don't even know how to do this one. Try your hardest. It's like a tornado made of poopy farts, like Twister, Shitster, No Sharknado. That doesn't sound like a porn. No, that doesn't sound like a porn. That's definitely fetish-driven, though. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh. So a French huntsman. Has to save a girl from making love to an animal, a French huntsman. Yeah, no clue. Uh, No one fucks like Gaston. Beauty and the Bestiality. Oh, see that would have been good too. He went booty and the beast. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Okay, cool. Another Disney one here. Um, ha! <laughs> That's my Gaston laugh. That's your Gaston orgasm sound. <laughs> No, it's not. A fair maiden moves in with seven tiny, horny singles. Snow White and the seven dudes. Snow White does the seven dwarves. Okay. Okay, so he did every Star Wars movie. Oh, my God. Just Can I skip these? Just do one. Okay, which one do you want me to do? Pick an episode, because he's got them all. Six okay, ooh, okay. Stepsister becomes slave to a literal giant penis and she's saved by a farmed boy turned jizdai. Oh, it's an ongoing story. It's an ongoing story. Oh, I get it. He did a bunch of stuff here.
1: Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay, yeah. Uh, star
0: horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Star Wars Return to the Jizdai. Return of the Jizdai. I fucking should have known. Uh, other ones were Star Wars A New Hole. Star Wars Empire Strokes Back. Star Wars Reve- Star Wars, The Revenge of the Shit. Star Wars Attack of the Clams. Star Wars The Phantom Man-Ass. <laughs> he copied some of these I off prob- of Zack and Murray Maker Porno. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, then we're not going to do these anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, Harrison Ford... Plays in a nineteen fifties adventurer searching for treasure in the Temple of Poon. Yes. Indiana Bones in the Temple of Poon. That is also off is of it? a movie, yes. Dude, I'm kind of pissed off about this. Don't be pissed off about it. Like Alright. Oh, okay. Steve Martin has to give away his daughter from another marriage.
1: It's Father of the Bride. Yeah, it's just Stepfather
0: of the Bride. Uh, <laughs> no Stepfather. Uh, Kevin Costner is hired to protect Whitney Houston's ass. <laughs> the ass guard? <laughs> the booty guard. Okay. Uh, Bruce Willis has to watch Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck fuck on an asteroid. No. What? That's fucking (laughs) Armageddon. Armageddon on. Uh, Okay. Oh fuck. Okay. Um Matt Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon is the world's best fucker, but forgets about it till he becomes tracked by the CIA.
1: Jason Boner uh
0: the porn identity cuz he's Jason Boner Jason Bourne yeah, yeah Jason I, like Boner. I don't know okay yeah. oh goddammit, it dude uh Mel Gibson plays a british guy in this animated feature where he sees like a super sexy indian
1: poke uh hauntus
0: very close. Poke a hot ass. Ah, that's a good one. Uh, dinosaurs fuck like pigs. Uh, uh dinosaurs fuck like what? Pigs? I have no idea. Jurassic pork. Uh, okay. Uh, Linda Blair is possess- possessed and an. Old priest has to bang it out of her. So, it's like the exorcist.
1: <laughs> the
0: Nymphosist, The sexorcist. Uh, Tom Hanks.
1: <laughs> plays that, that's
0: a, <laughs> a good way to start a porn. Yeah. Tom Hanks plays a mildly handicapped guy... And Forrest Gump,er Forrest Hump Uh. This Quentin Tarantino Flick Stars John Travolta Banging Uma Thurman Without lube Dry Bill John Travolta's not in That I don't know Remember what oh he's in Pulp Fiction He bangs her without lube Don't know. Pump Friction. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay, there's only two left. Go ahead. Uh, Kevin Costner plays a Native American in the turn of the century that likes to sleep with dogs. Fucks like a wolf. <laughs> Romances with wolves. Gotcha. Last okay. one. Yeah. And this is what I made. Oh. Okay, Burt Reynolds and Dom Delouise. in this cartoon picture where we find out where penises go when they die. All penises go to heaven. All dongs go to heaven. Okay. So this is why we don't let people put it in games and why Doug should probably read the game before. I don't know. I thought I did okay with some yeah, of those, yeah. right? Like the descriptions? Yeah. It started we- strong. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, that happens there were like a lot of like he had like every Indiana Jones movie all nine Star Wars I skipped over some of them but that was a and that was gross I'm sorry let's move on to F and this week yeah. in our continuing saga to Fast 10 the drive to get there we watched Fast 5
1: I loved this fucking movie
0: Okay, so before we get there Before we we even start talking about Fast Five We left off at Fast Four Yeah Where, you know, Dom, is on his prison bus He's heading out And Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster They're like, nope, we're going to overtake this prison bus along with the other two guys. And that's kind of how this movie just even starts. Yeah, it picks up right where the other one leaves off. Right. And we got a lot of characters that we'd had before. So it's like a compilation of all those movies. That's why I said... To you, like, this is where the series could have just ended. I think it should have ended here. Yes. Like, I don't know what happens in the next five, but like, holy shit, did it end perfectly. So, yeah. Um, We got Ludacris, Tyrese, uh, Gail Godot, 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 whatever. Uh, I'm terrible with names. I know. Uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Watch, I wasn't a huge fan of The Rock in this, by the way. I didn't like him when he first showed up off the plane. No. But by the end of the movie, I was on board. Yeah. And then, you know, we got Han comes back. Han is back, baby. Yeah. The two guys that. Uh, uh, Leo and. The, yeah. Ramon? Diego? Yeah, I cannot remember their names. One of them is definitely Leo. Hang on. Let me look him up. Okay. But. Santos. Okay. They show up, like, and it's, it's basically Ocean's Eleven. It is, it is, you're not at all wrong there. It is Ocean's Eleven with cars. So, the bad guy from Desperado rules Brazil.
1: Rules the favelas, but, like, nicely.
0: Right? And at the beginning yeah. of the movie, Vince is back. Like, we didn't yeah, say that didn't yet. Vince, Vince is back yet. from the first movie because he has since left. He lives in Brazil. Yep. He's got a wife and little baby Nico. Named after, of course, Dominic, Dominic yeah. Uh And he's harboring Paul Walker and Mia. Yeah. And there's still a little bit of, like, you know, hate between the two. Yeah, Uh, and then, so he, Vince, talks them into helping him do a train heist at the beginning of the movie. Which, that train heist was fucking cool. Fuck yeah, it was! Okay. Uh, where they have to steal some cars off a train. Yeah. That's cool as shit. I really enjoyed that. So they, like, set it up, and they do this cool heist, and they get in there, and then all of a sudden, like, there's some plasma cutters, and the side of the train comes off, and who's standing there? Dom fucking Toretto. Yeah. Because that's when he shows up. Yeah, and they're like, we're going to steal these cars. And then the head Brazilian guy is like, I'm driving this car. And the Mia, GT4. The, the GD 40 Yeah. And then the Mia was like, nah, I want to drive it. And then that becomes like a whole big thing. And they try to kill her. Try to kill everybody. It would have been fine if she hadn't taken off in the other direction. Right. So... Like, they show again that these people now have superpowers because he, like, stops bullets and, like, redirects them and jumps off a thing. And Paul Walker's, like, riding the side of a, I guess, rollback. Yeah. Uh, Because it's time they were getting the things off. And then there's a bridge coming. Yep. And so Dom has to, like, fly a car to catch Brian. And then they jump out of the car. And land safely into the water. Into the water, which would kill you, uh, but not them because they're superheroes. And then uh, every cop in Brazil is there. And then so they steal the car. They find out that there's like a thing, a chip that has all of Bucho's. What's his name in this movie? <laughs> We're gonna call him Bucho because that's what he's named after, and or that's what he's named on a uh, Desperado. Uh, yeah. So like it has all Bucho's like cash holdings. Yeah. They're like, there's like eleven million dollars here. Yeah. Uh wait, no, the no, it was more than that. It was it like was a hundred million. It was a right? hundred million. Because everybody got eleven million. Yeah. Well, technically, I mean they didn't even really do the math because you added Vince in later and then they also did that race for and it was four million. So I mean yeah. Brian won an extra three million. Yeah. For the kid. Yeah. Oh, because Mia's pregnant. Uh, with brian's baby yeah so they decide they're gonna they're gonna rob him and that's the heist and then also the rock is in brazil to catch him because also did you notice they said brian was undercover for several years yes so what the fuck is up with his history like brian's history keeps getting more convoluted But okay, sorry. I was looking up the the word bucho and in, uh, in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, the just... act of being a bum in a time of action. That seems the knowledge about... of being inactive when action should be taken place, but taking pride in not doing so. That seems about right. And rolling up to a party with a lame European build beer build. <laughs> rolling up to a party with a lame European beer called Blue Moon. <laughs> huh.
1: Dude, you know savage
0: what? that Bucho buddy needs to fucking sober up. <laughs> like that's weird, right? That's weird. Did Thanks you know they dictionary. weren't drinking Coronas in this movie? I am assuming they didn't have Coronas in Brazil. That's just weird though. Like they drink Corona. You can have any beer you want as long as it's Corona. Yeah. But uh, if we don't have any Corona, then any beer will do. Ah, uh, as long as it's Corona. So they're like we're going to make a heist. We're going to Steal all this dude's money So they call a team together Yeah, and then it, it has a fucking Montage, kind of Yes, it does They build the team, Ocean's Eleven style And it's all of your favorite characters From the last four movies Yep So you get Giselle, played by Gal Gadot Alright, fine, I'll give you a chance to correct me um, Good do. Yeah, I did that on purpose for you Thanks We have... Uh, ludicrous we have roman we have han we have leo and santos that's everybody right yeah
1: tyrese i said roman okay roman
0: pierce my favorite character still no han han and roman are close for me but i think han wins it out Han's pretty awesome. Han also gets the most character development. Like, yeah. You care most about Han in this movie, I feel like. You get to see the start of Han and Giselle's romance, Mm -hmm. because he's like, I see, I I know you're Massad from this and this and this. And he's like, well, I know you were a smoker because of the chips and all that. Yeah, because he's constantly eating. Yeah, which is awesome. I think that's like a, a Brad Pitt, like, parody thing, but I love the way they did that. Okay. Yeah. But he was also always eating in, uh... Tokyo Drift and what we saw of him in Fast Four. So, I mean, but yeah, but all of Tokyo Drift is later. That's the other thing. Like, I thought that the beginning part of Fast Four was like a flashback before Tokyo Drift, but I guess it's not because he's still here. And at the end of the movie, they're like, Don't you want to go to Tokyo? And he's like, We'll get there eventually. And I was like, Fuck, yes, I love meta commentary. Because he's totally driving on the, uh, that German highway. Auto, Autobahn. Uh, yeah, the Autobahn. Because he's flying down that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. With her in his lap. Yeah. Because he gets the girl. Because he's fucking hot. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, they assemble the team. The Rock is tracking him down. And then, like, they try to make plot happen, but it doesn't fucking matter. Um, And The Rock and Vin Diesel and crew team up to take out Pucho and steal this safe with all of the money in it. Yeah. Did you like that? I loved it so much. So the best part of this movie is when they hook those two chargers up yeah. to the safe and pull it down the road. They drive it through downtown Rio de Janeiro, a giant safe, pull, like tethered with cables. It's unrealistic, by the way. I don't care, dude, because okay. they're using it like a weapon. Yeah, it's that was like the, the best part. Fucking Blues Brothers cop cars are blowing up, then they've got like their buddies in cop cars. and like that th- th- the greatest chase scene ever made. You guys bought a 10second window. make it count. And they did because the rock catches them on a bridge, and then Brian and Dom are driving the two cars and he's like, "We're not gonna make it." And the Dom's like, "No, you're not gonna make it." Or no, no, I'm not gonna make it." And then he like somehow finds a way to release. Brian's. He had a remote to Brian's uh, tether because to release. Brian's it. gonna be a dad. He's got a family yeah. now. Yeah. So take John- care of my little sister, just like Armageddon. You know, yes, take care of my okay. little girl. Click. I love it so much. Yeah. And then so like Brian goes off, and uh, then Vin Diesel uses the safe like a flail and destroys like three SUVs. Best part of that is where he's like gearing up and you're like the two cars had a hard time pulling this out of the wall and he's going to pull it by himself but he's like flick 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 and he's got like 30 things of nitrous in the back and I think it's just a thing where Dom has to get a charger to fucking stand up. Yes. And that was fucking awesome. It was and he pulls it and he throws the fucking safe and blows up the, with machine guns on the top of them. Yeah. Uh, destroys two SUVs and then, like, The Rock is there and then they fight. Well, they don't fight then. They'd already fought before that. Yeah, that's true. Which we just proved in that movie that, you know, Vin Diesel could whoop The Rock's ass. I don't know if that's true in real life. Yeah. Anyway. Real life, whatever. Dom could beat up Hobbs. Okay. So, The Rock is like, you're leaving the safe, but you bought yourself 24 hours. He's like, I'll be... Oh, he also just shoots Bucho. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Just walks up, clack, clack. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That was a big-ass gun, too. Yeah. It was like Desert Eagle style. Yeah, it was a... Was it a deagle? It might have been. Shane, was it a deagle? Thank you. Uh, He doesn't listen to the show. I don't care. Uh... So he's like, I'll see you in 24. 24- I'll be seeing you soon, Dom. And then Dom's like, <laughs> no, you won't. And they take off. He takes off. And then you get like the Animal House style ending where you get to see each and every person's happy ending because they switched the safes in True Ocean's 11 style. Yep. So The Rock opens an empty safe and you find out that they switched the safes during that 10 second window. Yes. Where they ride it into a garbage truck, and then they take the other safe. Yes. I loved that. So good. Because the first time I watched it, I didn't see that coming. No. So great. So fucking good. Heist movie. Done well. And it just... Everybody gets money. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Ludacris opens his garage. Tyrese shows up with a car where there's only four of them. And this is the only one in the Western Hemisphere. Only ludicrous also has one yep so there's two but they could team up so it's fine yeah and we see the the two brothers leo and santos gambling all of their money one of them betting it all on red one of them betting it all on black one of them won or it landed on green i assume it landed on green yeah uh which is part of my plot for how it goes on. i would not put all my money on not all of it that I yeah. just gotten No, that's that, nuts Well, they like to live fast and furious I guess uh, Also, uh, Vince dies That, that was sad uh, But Dom gives his share to the wife and Nico Says so he will take care of it from your Uncle Dom Because mm-hmm. they're family See you soon Family Family uh, Giselle and Han are in Germany together which is great. Mm-hmm. And then we go to like some beach somewhere, tropical place where Brian and me are. Mia's like super pregos. Yeah. Somewhere with probably no extradition. Yeah. Which they kept saying to the whole movie. Yes. Uh, and then Dom shows up to like visit them. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything's cool. And then it ends with like, hey man, I want to do this. One last time. You and me, quarter mile. Just for pride. Nothing else on the line. But the race goes through all the credits. It's so good. Like that's the perfect way to end that fucking movie. But there's a spoiler. Well, there's a stinger. A a stinger. There's a stinger. Yeah, okay. So stinger happens after the credits, because you're like, this is the perfect fucking like it, it, it You guys win. Like you fucking did it, dudes. Stinger happens, the rock's in his office, and fucking inbox Eva Mendez, who's the only person from these movies that hasn't shown up yet. Uh and she's well, like aside from the kid from
1: three. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Right? That's true. Uh so she like thing is
0: like, here's some car thefts in Germany. And he's like, Was it Toretto? And he's like, No. She's like, no. And he's like, well, I don't care. And he goes, I think you will. So he opens the file and we see a picture of Letty, Michelle Rodriguez who died in the be- beginning of the fourth movie. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? Yep.
1: Give me Fast 6 right now!
0: I mean, we can watch it. Oh, we're gonna watch it. Like, it was, I don't, honestly like. so that's sort of how the movie worked. There's like a lot more going on in that movie. I skipped around a lot, but it's a great fucking movie. I don't know how I can't see it being any better than this movie. Like it's, I, like yeah. I feel, this is the pinnacle. Um, this is a perfect fucking movie. There was nothing wrong with this movie at all.
1: I set the bar too high. I but
0: they should have stopped. Like it's perfect. Yeah, they should have stopped. But we have five more. We do have five more to go. So Actually, we have six more, because there's going to be a Fast 11. So now that we've done this, we're there. How do we get to Fast 10 from here? I don't know that we should. I think, I vote, white, fans, write in and tell us what you think. What if we just watch Fast 5 every week? For like, ever. We're not doing that. For like, ever. No. Like we just, Like, we just make this the Fast 5 podcast. No, but it's so good. That's like wanting to watch Winter Soldier every week. No, I want to watch Fast Five every week. I've watched Fast Five four times. Jesus. I saw it for the first time on Saturday. We record on Monday. Yep, we sure do. Okay, so where do they go from here? Yeah, how do we get to space? Obviously, I assume, I guess, I mean, obviously, Letty's alive, right? Or she's a clone. Or it's an alternate reality version of her. So Fat Six is going to be about saving Letty. So the reason that Dom came to Brian on the beach is because Letty contacted him. And she's stuck in with the German mafia. And so Brian and Dom have to put a team together to save Letty from the German mafia, and that's why Han and Dizelle are already on the Autobahn, because they're Dom's advanced team to find her. And then the Rock comes back and he's like, Toretto, I told you you had 24 hours. Because it's, it's been, been 24 days. Well no, it's been one day. This all happened oh, in one day. Okay. That's the crazy thing about this, is this has been it's only been 18 hours. So, Mia got super pregnant Yeah, within 24 hours. Really weird. Um, because they're superheroes. Well, the babies grow faster. Um. So, but then, like, The Rock has to team up with Dom again, because international law says that he doesn't have jurisdiction in Germany. That's fair. So... He joins the crew, and they save Letty, and they beat up the German mafia guy who is... The head of the German mafia is Dolph Lundgren. Um, okay. And he's like, if he dies, he dies. He's Russian, but that's fine. Okay, yeah, he's Russian. Who's a German dude? No, he's, he's a Russian Don. Of the German Mafia. Yes, he is. Okay. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, because it, the big chases, they have to drive from Berlin to Moscow mm-hmm. with bombs in their cars. And if they go under 100 miles an hour, the bombs explode. That sounds like a great plan. Yeah. that's my
1: That's my thing for six. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. right. So that was F. (laughs) And now we have T. So T this week is for the worst fucking day of the year. Guys, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, that's April 19th. I want everyone to know that April 19th is the worst day of the year, and I'm going to list several reasons why. The astrological sign for April 19th is Aries. That's the God of War. Okay. Okay. That's shitty. That's, that's my astrological sign. I'm sorry. That's the point, though. Like, it's, it, it, it's aggressive. It's full of conflict. Just naturally, because of the day it falls on. The birth flower for April? It's a daisy. I'm super allergic to daisies. The entire month is trying to kill me. <laughs> okay. Birth stone for April? A diamond. diamond. As in blood diamonds. I thought you were going to say as in marriage, like rings, which was also trying to kill but me. But, like, diamonds are, like, a fake thing that are inflated by the De Beers company. There's a documentary called Nothing Lasts Forever. You can watch it on Amazon. It gets into all of this shit, but basically... There's also the movie Blood Diamond with Leonardo DiCaprio. Sure, if you want to watch a shitty movie. Um, but that's just April, so I want to get into specific things, right? Okay. April 19th, birthdays. 1930, Dick Sargent. American actor from Bewitch, known Satanist. 1933, James Ma- Jane Mansfield, eats babies. 1935, Dudley Moore, known alcoholic. 1946, Tim Curry, crossdresser. 1968, Ashley Judd, Hollywood dynasty, Hollywood elite, eats babies. 1979, Kate Hudson, bastard. 1981, Hayden Christensen, kills babies. N- <laughs> 1987, Maria Sharapova, Russian tennis player, communist. These are all people with birthdays in April? April 19th. Okay. Specifically, April 19th. Okay. Famous weddings on April 19th. Oh. 1956, Grace Kelly, most popular actress in all of America, marries a
1: prince from Monaco. Fled, fled America.
0: Left mm. America. Communist. 1997, Andre Agassi marries Brooke Shields. That's just fucking gross. 1997, Chris O'Donnell marries his high school sweetheart, Caroline Fintress. He ruined the Batman franchise. 2008, Eli Manning marries Abby McGrew, and he's the worst fucking Manning. He's got two Super Bowl rings. He's still the worst Manning. You can only beat the Patriots. He always looks like he's trying to add two plus square. (laughs) <laughs> and it equals banana. <laughs> this day in music, right? It'll make yeah. it worse. 1967, the Beatles sign a contract to stay together for 10 years. Then John Lennon dies. Coincidence? I think not. Mm. 1986, Prince has two songs that were in the top 10 at the same time. Kiss and Manic Monday by the Bangles, which he wrote. He became so popular over this, he had to change his name to a symbol to avoid fans. He's dead now. Coincidence? I think not. Nineteen ninety one. Time love and titterness is released by Michael Bolton. I'm gonna play a snippet for you now. Okay. As soon as these ads play. You gotta love the ads. Why are you doing this to me, YouTube? You're ruining my whole bit. So we're coming- three. Is it the worst song ever written? Yes. Okay. I can see you're not fully believing me yet. This day in history. Okay. 1770. Captain James Cook cites the eastern coast of Australia. That's where criminals live. 1775. The American Revolutionary War officially begins with an American victory in Concord. This was widely regarded as a terrible move. 1948. Burma joins the United Nations, and she's my least favorite Dragon Ball character. 1971. The first space station Soyulet 1 is launched by the commies. Also in 1971, April 19th, Charles Manson is sentenced to death in the Tate labianca murders. His sentence was later commuted to life in prison. He also tried to kill George Harrison. 1984, the Advanced Australian Fair is chosen as Australia's national anthem. Again, criminals. All of them. 1987, The Simpsons' first premiere on The Tracy Allman Show. And it sucks now. It does. 1989, 47 soldiers are killed after a gun turret on the USS Iowa explodes. That's real shitty. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. 1993 in Waco, Texas. 81 people die after a fire breaks out in the Branch Davidian building during a 51-day FBI siege. And this is actually why, like, that shit was jokes before. This is actually why April 19th is probably the worst day. Because it snowballs from here. So on April 19th, 1993, the Waco Massacre happens. Mm -hmm. Two years later, in 1995, uh, The Alfred P. Murrow Federal Building is bombed in Oklahoma City. Killing 168 people. In retaliation for the Waco. It is? Yes. I didn't know that. It super is. Timothy McVeigh. Okay. Uh, Also, the next year, it actually happens tomorrow on 420, but the Columbine shooting happens, which they were originally going to do The nineteenth, because of the Oklahoma City bombing, and then I I feel that the press and attention that the Columbine shooting got it, and the amount of attention that the shooters got led to the rise in school shootings because these outcasts were then made famous. Yeah, and I think that like people would rather be infamous than be nothing. Yeah, so like that is the real reason why this day is the worst day ever because because of the Waco, the way that Waco was handled by Janet Reno. Uh, it led to at least in part, the massive school shootings that we have today. And also just as a side note, uh, Clara Polsey went into labor in 1889 on this day, ultimately giving birth to Adolf fucking Hitler. Well, April 19th is a terrible day. It's the worst day. Maybe April's just a bad month. Yeah, nobody good is born in April. Thanks. You said what you said. I mean,
1: I'm also bored in April. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just... Yeah. It is
0: the... So, what day is your birthday on in April? Because I don't remember. That's fine. We don't need to. Uh, let's go on. No, I asked. Yeah, I know. Uh, Aww. So, now I got to cut that. Why? Because you didn't answer me. <gasps> it is in like a little bit from now. In a little bit from now. It is after the 19th with this airs. Mm-hmm. It is before the 31st. Oh, that, that really narrows it down. It does. There's only like 10 days. Okay I don't I don't want people to know When my birthday is Mine already happened So I it's don't, fine But I don't want people to know Okay Okay We don't have to tell anybody We're not gonna We can just keep between us Okay Okay I won't tell you either though Oh okay I don't like people knowing my birthday I'll just ask Bill He doesn't know Oh uh, that's Shane He doesn't know That's uh, Russell He doesn't know He's got all your information For being employed here I never signed anything No oh. I'm an independent contractor Okay. All
1: right. We should move on. Yeah. Okay. What's up
0: next? Why? Why? Oh, right. Because we need to keep the show moving. Yeah. So, as you know, and as it always has been, why is for you? And this week we have a voicemail and an email. Okay. Yeah, we do. We have a voicemail and an email. So, we'll start with a voicemail because that's what's open. I like it. Okay. So, here we go voicemail.
1: Hey. This is Shane. I had a question for the uh, Drafty Show with Big Smooth and Squirly D. Uh, what kind of question did you want me to ask? I'm I'm super confused and stupid. Thanks. Okay. He are okay.
0: full Christian names there. Yeah. 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 So, okay. What kind of question should he have asked? He can ask any question. You guys can ask any question you want to ask. Mm-hmm. Serious, silly, off the wall, doesn't have an answer, has all the answers. Like, it doesn't matter. We'll do our best to answer whatever question that anybody has. And it doesn't have to be a question either. No, you can just tell us what you think of the show or what you think about anything. Yeah. Any thoughts that enter your mind. I have a lot of those. I know. And then the best way to contact us is, of course, using the square line at 765 242 5978. Or emailing us, draftq at gmail.com, in case you don't want to leave a voicemail. Yeah, and because some people don't like our next one. Okay. So we got an email from Raina. Okay. Okay. And she asks, where is. Hang on. Let me get Let me open it up. Sorry. Okay. I... okay. I want to get the syntax exactly correct. Okay. Where is your favorite place to take people to eat? And the answer could not be typical places like Texas Roadhouse, Red Lobster, and the like. So, not like a chain place. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. So, like, I, uh, I think that, like, and I'm assuming taking somebody, like, on a date or just, like, in general. Just as people... We'll say people. date. Okay. Let's go date to keep with the theme of the yeah, show. Yeah, okay. Okay. So on a date, like you want to go somewhere that's like uh that's different, somewhere that they've that you think they've probably never been before before, somewhere that's got like uh it's just it's different, you know, like uh it's got like a different way of doing things, something just off the wall. Because you want it to be an experience, especially. And on a date, like, I mean, like I've always said, movies are terrible, like, because you don't get to know somebody through a movie because you got to sit there and be quiet. Or you might get to know them too well and know that they don't shut the fuck up during a movie. Amen, brother. Which can happen. Um, So I'm going to say, like, oh, like, like a sushi place, I think, is is solid. You know? Somewhere that, and, and I also like to go to places that, like, Aren't super busy. Yeah. Somewhere that's not super well known, you know, like a good ramen place. Although ramen's messy and I don't like to eat messy food. Yeah, that's not a good date food. Yeah, that's not a good date food. I think sushi is. Yeah. Sushi's solid. Yeah. Like 45 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to take them to like fucking Golden Corral. Don't go there. Don't go to a buffet. Although, we talked about buffets. We miss them. Yeah. Dude, I'll go to a buffet with you. That, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Don't take him to, like, fucking Sam's Club to get, like, a hot dog and a slice of pizza. That's for your buddy. Dude. I know. We would totally go there and fuck some hot dogs and pizza. Go to Costco, up. make those chicken dog things? That, we're going to do this. Like, this has got to happen. So. Um, yeah. I just, it's just somewhere that's, like, you know, different. Like, definitely, like somewhere that is not well known. Like, I say, just make it an experience because that's what makes a memory is experience. I'm going to go a different route. Okay, go ahead. I think, and this is me, like, okay, can I give two answers? Yeah, you can give two answers. Okay, so like, I'm taking someone on a date, okay, and I'm trying to impress them. Yeah. I'm going to cook for them because I like to cook and I feel like I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like cooking with someone. Or for someone, lets you talk a lot and, like, be... Like, I feel like that in itself is the date, because it's an entire experience. All right. Kind of like when you watch Chef for the first time? Sure. And he's cooking for Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. No. That's but a very yeah. sensual scene. It right? is. I don't I don't mean it in a sensual way. I just mean, like, I feel like preparing a meal for someone is a very personal personal and intimate act okay. in yeah. and of itself. So I think if I were dating someone I would cook for them instead of taking them somewhere. Well, have you ever seen the movie Spanglish? No. Adam Sandler. Yeah, uh, you can do a stop right there. Okay. Well, in that movie he cooks for this woman and like the way that he does it it's not like sensual and sexual. It's more classy and just like sweet and like it like you you see a uh, a side of him, that that's how he communicates in this movie. And that's, I feel like that's how I communicate, through food, okay. But, that doesn't work on a first date, though. It doesn't. But no. it, they didn't say first date, they just no. said people. Yeah. Okay, so first yeah. date, I'm taking them somewhere, like, I think it would almost be better to I would like to go to, like, a food truck by a park, and then just, like, walk around and eat a sandwich. And then talk. That's good. I like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause again, or even one of those like places where like you go to take a class to make food together. I feel like that would be a good first date. Like, did you ever see the movie, which has even Menendez in it? Uh, Hitch. Yes. That aside from all the things that happen with the allergic reaction, like, I feel like that's a good first date because then you're getting what you just talked about and you're getting the experience of learning something and doing something like in a teamwork fashion like i, I feel like, like, like that stuff. works yeah uh, and then okay so also if i'm like taking somebody somewhere like i and we haven't done this very often but i would like to do it more i like it when a group of friends go somewhere and demolishes a large amount of food yeah like i would like, like always we of went us and got sushi Right, I would like all of us to go to Fogo, yeah, and just like destroy Brazil, kind of like Dom and yeah, just like Dom Fast and Fast Brian, yeah. Uh, I think that that is super fun for me to do. Like, I I like eating as an activity, like mm. or you know what I mean. Like, where it's like we're all here to hang out, but then like here's seven hundred dollars of sushi that eight people are going to eat. Or you know, like here's as much eat meat as we can put into our bodies. You yeah, know? I like that too. But that's more of like a a bro down than yeah. a date. Yeah, that's why I was like had two separate answers. But for date, I would go either cook for them or something simple we can eat while doing something else and getting to know them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's important. Like, yeah. Okay, and, and you go with some place classy, non busy, and non, uh, uh, not too classy. Chain. Not not too classy. Yeah, I don't want to go with a chain place, but I also want to keep it super cash. Yeah, it's like sushi. Dog. Yeah, casual is like my thing. Yeah, but sushi probably. Yeah, because if you're going with me, we're you're like wear jeans, you know, wear a hoodie. Like, be comfortable. I want you to be comfortable. Oh, yeah. Comfort's key. Yeah. Like, I'm never not going to wear comfortable shoes. Yeah. Remember oh, that wedding we had mm-hmm. to be in? Uncomfortable oh, shoes. Oh, God. Somebody got away with wearing comfortable shoes. That pissed me off. Shane. You tried so hard to wear those shoes I the time. So I tried so hard. Know. They were boat shoes. We were by a lake. We were on a lake. It's I the know. proper place I for know. a boating shoe. I know. So, I mean check please yeah okay so what did we learn today we learned that love is not dead and we're gonna goddamn prove it to the son of a bitch sure (laughs) that got real aggressive didn't it Yeah, it it? did i'm sorry it's okay we learned all about the early life of burt reynolds and how our favorite movies fast and furious wouldn't be made without him we learned that doug should preview any games submitted we learned (laughs) that fast five is the perfect movie and we're just gonna watch it every week uh We also learned that April 19th is the worst day of the year, and we learned that you can ask us any question, and I want to cook for you, and Nathan wants to feed you sushi. I think that's a good assessment. So, if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, uh, call scoreline 765-242-5978. Or you can email us, draftQ at gmail.com. Also, check out our Patreon. Yeah, we're for a buck. One dollar. One dollar. US uh, Washington. <laughs> One Denzel Washington. You could be a subscriber and it gives you uh, the archives, the back catalog of all of our uh, episodes, stuff that we did before that we don't talk about. And uh, there is a little bit of new content on there as well. Yep. Because love's eternal. Love is eternal. Uh so monthly show where two vampires review rom-coms so uh yeah yeah so i guess there's really nothing left to say not really but protect your nuts